I'm Bradley J, and we have the triumphant return of Aaron Larger Kaplan, a Hello. classically trained guitarist, a good guy, fun guy on uh, Zoom and Facebook Live. He's got his setup all together, so he sounds great. Aaron, we worked together and we got, we had 11,000 views last time. That was amazing. You're magical. Well, thank you. I uh, appreciate it. But uh, I think it had something to do with the performance. So when you, that little uh, bit of talking there, you were real close to the mic and it kind of was, a, there you go. How's so that? how you been since our last uh, event and what have you been doing to keep busy? Oh man, um, let's see. Um, I've been preparing quite a bit. Um, I've been doing some teaching, lots of online teaching, private students. Um, I did a couple, I did a church service uh, where they sent me the music, I had to record it, and then they took it and put it together with the choir, which is kind of cool, very cool. And then um, I have a live concert coming up next week, and so I've been practicing for that, and I have an event with a pre-recorded concert tomorrow night uh, for a music festival that was originally supposed to be in Portland, Oregon. So that, let's see, watching crime thrillers, um, doing a lot of exercise up my steps. I go up and down the steps <laughs> and, um, you know, try to just maintain a decent spirit and yeah. The music must help you maintain a decent spirit. I, I listened to a lot of music today and it was a big help. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, seeing friends of mine and or just other musicians, you know, doing what they can to share their music is very inspiring and it keeps me going. Um, and then I, I get, uh, I do a lot of arrangements. And so I take music originally for piano or orchestra and I put it on the guitar. I think last week we did one, uh, Pure Imagination, and I'll do another one today, two today like that. And so doing a lot of those, getting a couple of them published, which is great, and really just trying to stay busy but while also remembering to sleep as much as I can with all the wonderful fireworks. Going oh on. yeah, fireworks. <laughs> wonderful is, they're, at least they're pretty. It's the, it's the ones that just explode with nothing to see that really, drive me nuts but yeah i have one question before your first yeah. number your first piece your first number uh, how how do you uh warm up before one of these you can't just come to the table cold do you yeah. have exercises you do yeah i i i mean every day i have a set of exercises that i go through variations of some just for the left hand usually just to kind of get the the body moving the hands moving, some for the right hand to get the sounds and check my nails because I don't know if you can see. Yes. I have, I have long nails and so they grow every day. So every day is kind of like a, oh, where am I at? And so I'll be warming up maybe, you know, and I'll, I'll hear something. Uh, it doesn't feel like it should or I'm not getting the sound and so I do a little file and then um, I always do exercise for the whole body because this is just this isn't natural for four or five hours a day right and do you uh, take do you eat special foods to keep your nails hard oh yeah yeah I eat lots of special foods <laughs> like do you eat gelatin and stuff I'm serious yeah, yeah you know I used to I did the gelatin thing 
it didn't work for me. Um, what I found is iodine is really good for your thyroid and your thyroid controls your nails and hair. I have a lot of that. And so um, I'm a big fan of oysters when possible, but seaweeds, uh, that type of thing. And then really it's what I don't eat. Um, I think uh, I found when I dropped a lot of the processed sugars, all of a sudden my nails got much stronger and much wow. even and yeah, I, pretty much everything I do, I kind of think of it like when I talk to my students, I say you treat your body like an athlete would treat their body. And, you know, whatever goes in, that's your fuel. And so I'm a big proponent of, uh, you know, organic, uh, healthy diets. Right. Uh, meat. Uh, um, I love cheese and butter. I drink a lot of coffee. No, espresso, excuse me. Um, yeah. So uh, I won't make you tell the story of a guitar again, but folks, this guitar... Aaron is playing, took two years to make. Yes, by Olivier Fanton Dandon, an amazing French builder. He makes OCD look like normal. He's just, he built tools just to do certain things. It's a pretty, it's fun. You know, it, it's just great to collaborate with someone like that. Now tell us about the first piece you're gonna do. Uh, the first piece, yeah, we'll do, yeah, we'll do that. Um, this is it is the quiet a one or, or a loud one? Uh, excuse me? Is it the quiet one or a loud one? This is a louder one. Okay. Uh, so this is a piece I arranged, and this is actually uh, going to be up on my website, uh, the arrangement for those of you who play guitar, if you want to learn it. Um, I'll have it up in my website store uh, today, actually. And uh, it's originally a work for orchestra, but it's a flamenco dance. It's a paso doble. And a pasa doble is the music that would be played when the bull would enter the bull ring. And this is one of the most famous. It's called España Cani. And I arranged it for solo guitar uh, for a Spanish music and dance group I have called Con Fuego with Fire. And uh, we tour when it's not in a pandemic um, as much as we can. And so this is called España Cani. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Larger Kaplan.
hooray, hooray. So that is so complicated. I couldn't even remember it. Never mind perform it. Uh, it, it well, it's like anything. You, you practice, I practice a lot. And this is, it, it's not a child's piece. You know, it's not one or two notes at a time, but there's things about it that we remember. And, you know, we make lots of mistakes, trip a lot and get back up and do it again. And one day it's like, oh, there it is. You know, uh, there are a lot of people performing music via Zoom, some more successful than others. You have, your, you have a good setup. It looks like you've done this before and worked it out. Do you have any advice for newbie Zoom performers? Because Mm. there are pitfalls. Yes, and there, I, I've experienced a few of them. Um, I, my first recommendation is to get a, a good external microphone or two. I have one mic on my guitar from uh, Your Heaven Audio, a company in Providence, Rhode Island. And then I have a separate mic for speaking, and both of those go into a small mixer, maybe about yay big, and that mixer goes into my computer and I have a separate camera, a uh, webcam, so I can move that around and get different angles. And then I talked, I called up some sound people, microphone people, and you know, read a lot, to, especially now because of the pandemic, there's actually quite a few forums uh, where people could ask questions. And you know, some things have worked better than others. And there are things out of my control. Like if a listener has a bad um, internet connection, there's not much I can do about that. Right. Um, if Comcast or whomever drops the ball, there's not much I can do. But yeah, I did invest some money and I had bought a faster internet connection. But most of all, I just started. And each time I think it gets a little better. What I like about Zoom is it's as good as it is, it is even better live. So stay healthy and then go to concerts. Once it's safe and musicians are back out there in concert venues, you, I think the audience and the listeners will be extremely surprised by how much more comes from a live concert. It's not just the sound, it's the energy, it's the rapport from, uh, with the audience, the, the back and forth, even if we don't talk, there's still a relationship between listener and performer. A lot of uh, musicians are gonna see this and probably they're at least attempting to do Zoom, uh, Zoom, maybe Zoom Live to Facebook. I have one bit of advice, it'll be quick. And that is in Zoom, there are settings that can be changed. Zoom is just uh, really intended for conferences and they wanna keep external intermittent noises out like radiators and traffic noise so there are noise gates and things or uh, let's just say there are effects that are made to keep away transient sounds so if you if you're trying to do a light drum thing or you know louder sounds on a guitar that can interfere so you can disable those and it's easy to go online and just google mm -hmm. um zoom modify for performance whatever and yeah. as you say, getting a USB mic or two, you can get, there are a lot of good ones in the $150 range. Would you, would you agree? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I know quite a, I mean, no matter, you can spend a lot more, but for Zoom, it's kind right. of like you've hit the ceiling. Right. And unless you're planning to record an album or do something afterwards with that same mic, 
out in the public, it doesn't make much sense to spend much more. And same with a webcam. You know, you get a decent webcam. I think I spent 75 or 80 bucks on mine. It's really hard to get a webcam now, by the way. I tried to get a better one, and it said, we're out. We don't know when we're getting any more. Exactly. That's why I got my $75 one. <laughs> All right, let's get another piece from you. What, what do we have this time? Um, to, let's keep the, the tradition alive of playing a little Bach for you. And so I'm going to play you a prelude. Uh, this is originally for piano. And I guess everything I'm playing for you today is originally for something else. I didn't plan on that. Um, but this is an arrangement I did. And it's dedicated to, but the arrangement is dedicated to one of my students, uh, Ross Jones, just a wonderful guy. So this is Prelude One by Johann Sebastian Bach. Once again, Aaron Larger Kaplan. I don't want to clap before it's over. Wouldn't that have been embarrassing? Oh my God. And it would be out there forever. You know, everyone says that, but in Italy, I played in Italy uh, quite a few times, but the first time was in the late nineties and it was during the world cup, uh, the, uh, the international soccer tournament and the night of the concert, the, the person, the artistic director scheduled my concert happened to be the night Italy was playing. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm playing this really quiet song and all of a sudden Italy scored and people went nuts. And it was an outdoor concert. I only had like five people in the audience, but the whole city lit up. Their bottles broken and goal, goal. 
and I had to keep playing very seriously. And so I finish playing and everyone claps and kind of looks at each other like, ha, ha, ha. But throughout the concert, if I did something people liked, people would go, you know, bravo. You know, that was normal. They would, it wasn't the type of thing like, oh, my gosh, kick that person out. That, that's a, you know, classical music can be a little stuffy. And I, I don't like that. Not that I want people interrupting. But, you know, if, you know, gosh, gosh forbid that you happen to clap a little early. You know what? At least you're clapping. I'm happy. You're there happy. you go. Yeah, you'll take it. <laughs> so you teach. And of course, there's more than the mechanics. There's a, there's a kind of mindset, kind of, uh, I don't know how you put it, the Zen of it. You have to teach people how to think as much as how to play, right? That's actually more of what I do than, I mean, how to play isn't a, a big deal. Align your fingers, play a note this is what you do and here's some tricks but how we approach something you, you know take it apart dissect it both technically the physical action as well as musically what's happening and um, I have a lot of adult students you know maybe they played electric guitar or they played in college and they want to do classical music and it's similar but it's it's different the the guitar is different my neck is wider than a normal or electric guitar or a steel string. And that's to leave room for my fingers to get in between the strings. Um, you know, instead of one pick, I have cinco espadas, as Lorca called it, five swords, to cut through the strings and play each string. Um, and I spend a lot of time going through, okay, here's a process. How do we break it down? And I have lawyers, biology teachers, um, uh, gosh, I've had doctors, uh, you know, plumbers. Plumbers are hard because their fingers are pretty beat up. But you can actually go through and use what people already know and apply it to learning something new. Someone's learned a language, you can apply that to the guitar. I played sports. I use those metaphors all the time. So what was your plumber metaphor? <laughs> Don't squish your fingers. That's pretty much all I ever told him. You know, well, you know, God, that was years ago. But you know, when you have big hands, you can, it, it's hard because you have to be very nimble. Yeah. So it would be choosing repertoire and then also doing a lot of exercises for the hands to become uh, flexible and precise. And, you know, again, sitting like this with a lot of concentration can cause a lot of problems in the back and neck. So I was going to ask, do you have, are there certain diseases like the guitarist equivalent of tennis elbow? Oh, it's called is bad there a guitarist neck, neck or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very lucky. My wife is a healer in the, she studied uh, shiatsu and yoga and took them in another realm. So she does body work, hand work, uh, I mean, bodies with her hands and teaches exercises. So she'll come in and she'll look at me. She's like, you're leaning to the left. You're leaning to the right. You know, your movement in your elbow, there's something wrong. And she works on me and pretty much that's my, she, she keeps me in shape. She's like, okay, you sit on your butt too much, get up here, get on the mat and we're gonna work on other stuff. So I'm very lucky in, in that sense. I'm very grateful for her. Well, we're very lucky to have you and I heard that you're gonna do one more. Yes. Um, let's see, um, yeah, we'll do this, this is a piece I recorded in this. This is available online, uh, Spotify, Amazon. It's on a CD called Legend of Hagoromo. 
uh, Japanese-inspired CD. This tune is actually an American tune, and it's uh, from a movie. Um, I think it's I think it's called Wizard of Oz that movie. Um, but the uh, the arrangement is by a Japanese composer, Toru Takemitsu. He did a lot of the movie music for Akira Kurosawa. He taught himself how to play guitar, and he did these amazing arrangements. And so this is uh, Over the Rainbow by um, Harold Arlen, arranged by the wonderful Japanese composer Toru Takemitsu. Once again, Aaron Larger Kaplan. Oh, sorry, forgot to change the mic. There we go. That is spectacular. That was spectacular. When you hear it back, you're going to love how it sounded on that microphone, too. Thank you so much. That's a very, very moving arrangement, don't you think? Uh, I, I, he's just a genius of color and, you know, the little jazzy chords he puts in there. It's just, it's timeless. I just, yeah. Mm, thank you. Thank All right. You. So th this uh, disease is not going to keep us in forever. You're going to be coming out at some point. Uh, do you know where you're going to be live yet? 
have anything um, scheduled? Well, I have concerts scheduled for the fall, and technically they're still scheduled, but I'm we're talking to the directors of those uh, series, and we're making secondary plans. Um, but I do have, as I mentioned, I have a, a online concert tomorrow night through New Music Gathering, which is a festival that has switched to online. And uh, that starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And there's other guitarists. There's a laptop ensemble. If you don't know what that is, all the more reason to join and check it out. And then on Sunday the 28th, I'll play a full Zoom concert for a chapel out of uh, San Francisco, the Presidio Chapel. And that was a concert scheduled for April. And I'm now, they said, would you be willing to do a Zoom concert? And I said, yes. So I'll play uh, probably some Spanish music, some Bach, um, some Russian music, and American. And uh, yeah, it should be very exciting. I'm, re I'm really excited for it. Well, I hope we can drum up some additional uh, Zoom and social media folks for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I posted a number of links to Aaron's stuff. Facebook and links and upcoming events. And Aaron, if I neglected to post something, feel free to add to it, okay? Thank you very much. Can't Aaron. thank you enough. Thank You're, you, Jay. It was even better than last time. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we'll get another one from you at some point. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been blessed. And thank you so much, sir.